This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. Hello. Hello. First the, episode in the greetings. dictatorship. Yeah. How does it feel to live under a brutal dictatorship? Do you feel I, the weight of the... I can't say. I don't want to, uh, you know. Why, because you're a rebel? Democratia omeret. Democracy. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I woke up the morning after I kind of pissed some people off, but I sent to one WhatsApp group that I was that I am I was a member of that I am a member of. I was like, "Does anybody know when the uh, rebellion is starting this morning?" <laughs> <laughs> trying to uh, trying to right, plan my right. commute to work. Sol Guerrero is uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Star Wars reference. Yeah, nerd, nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the what, what is there to say. The law was passed, guys. The uh, the, um, the restraining least the yeah. yeah, but we'll get to that in a sec. But basically, the law was passed on uh, Monday, I think it was. Yeah, last Monday. The restraining of or the 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 limitation of the uh, reasonability use of the reasonability clause. Uh, clause. Basically, the the Supreme Court has intermittently, I'm very careful with my words here, has intermittently. <laughs> Use the reasonability clause to knock down government uh, uh, decisions, government and uh, officials' decisions. So it and could parliament be a, laws. Could be a police officer or... Uh, and parliament laws. Have they knocked down laws? Yeah. What law? The, the whole uh, illegal immigrants uh, laws that were legislated. Uh, like the one that said that uh, an illegal immigrant can be locked down for uh, several years, right? In the Saharonim. Uh, I don't think it, it was, was a law. Yes. I think there was a decision to detain uh, illegal no, no. immigrants. It was a law. Are you sure? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> we got to look this up now. Why did you get us into this? We got to look this up. I think it was a government decision, but Maybe. I don't think there's ever there there were laws knocked down by this uh, reasonability clause. But the point is, we'll we'll look it up in a second. I'll look it up while while you're talking okay. and I'm not listening so, to you. So I'll but, just um, but but the point is that like Noah said, this is the tiniest fraction of a of a piece of the up? legislation. Yeah. Basically, there were four major parts of the reform. It was uh, changing the makeup of the committee for judge for selecting judges. It was the piscata um, gabut or the override clause, which allows the Knesset to repass a law if the Supreme Court uh, knocks it down with a vote of sixty-one. There was um, a part of the law pertaining to attorney generals. Allowing politicians to Here, the appoint law for their own appoint their own attorney generals, and there was the reasonability clause, and the reasonability clause was literally five percent, like five percent of the reform. Okay, so they uh, ruled uh, knocked down the third apartment law. Okay, uh, that was passed in two thousand seventeen, that basically taxed th- uh, owners of uh, third apartments. Okay. They, they ruled it Good out. on them. Um, <laughs> uh, bec- with the reasonability clause. And also um, uh, the pensions of uh, illegal immigrants. Uh, the Supreme Court uh, decreed that the law that prohibited... Um, uh, as they sub- subtracted some of the funds of the illegal immigrants until they uh, leave the country, right? As a as a carrot if you will yeah, for them yeah. to live yeah um so Basically that law was a law that. and it was it was knocked out uh, <coughs> yeah. there are more so okay so all the more so um the reasonability clause was just a small part of the reform it was passed and what gets me is the fact that originally the if you remember at the beginning of the demonstrations everybody was saying at least everybody I was talking to, and I think it was also being pumped on TV. The reform 
everybody wants to reform the the judicial system, but all four it's not a, any single part of the reform. It's all four of them yeah. together. Yeah. God forbid, which I think is at at you know, on its own ridiculous. All four of them God forbid. If you know, mele each one on its own, that's maybe okay, but well, now you have the reasonability yeah. clause. By the way, guys, uh, later in this episode, we're going to read your emails and your comments yes. and react. The mailbag. The mailbag is back. Nobody, <laughs> the segment no. nobody asks for is back. <laughs> <laughs> back. We will. You, you sent us mail thinking it would only be read by us. Everybody's going to hear it. No, we, we will keep the names <laughs> confidential. But... Uh, we urge you to write to us with feedback. <clears throat> and please, when you write to us, let us know if you don't mind us reading your name or not. Because yeah. we're happy to read your names, uh, but we don't, you know, we haven't gotten permission from these people <clears throat> explicitly. But please, please, please send us feedback. Write hate to mail. us. Hate Threats. mail, love mail, preferably hate mail. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we will we'll Death do threats. a little bit every once Antrax. In a while. You can send us Antrax via real mail. Yeah. Um, so the left really went berserk yeah uh, after the legislation and what really became trendy literally day the day or two days after was this new Facebook there were several trendy talks one of them was about the doctors so after for weeks they've been telling us how the Air Force is gonna uh, basically cease to exist because all the air uh, the pilots are gonna quit <coughs> they saw this didn't work. So they moved on. They changed the, you know, like in in soccer when you change the the formation. Net. No, you change the place of the ah, net. Ah, you move the goalpost. Yes. So that's exactly what they did. And they moved to the doctors. Now they say that all the doctors are going to leave to New Zealand. <laughs> that's like really really they and you had doctors uh, talking to the media saying this is it. We're going like thousands of you know the headline in the news was thousands of doctors are planning to to leave and israel's uh, health system is doomed and the country will collapse that's one <coughs> reaction and the second one was a group on facebook that really became trendy th- uh, that call for partition mm. i don't know how divided it was it was pretty trendy it was pretty trendy uh, on facebook twitter WhatsApp groups, like, yeah, I think yeah. it was, yeah. It got headlines in the media. They basically call for two states, a two states, the, the, an alternative two-state solution. Yeah. Um, two states New Israel, Jews. New Israel. One people, two states. Yes, one people, two states. New Israel and Jehuda. Yeah. And Judea, basically, like in the old times. Yeah. And the New but Israel. they weren't very, like, <clears throat> accurate in their partition. Yeah. In their parting. Yeah, they, the new numbers. Israel is like all the coastline from Tel Aviv north, the whole north, a little enclave in the Jordan Valley, and yeah. the whole Golan Heights. And Judea is the desert, the, the south. West Bank, all the desert. Yeah, Jerusalem and, uh, and from like Ashdod, Ashkelon, Ashkelon Gaza. Yeah. And that's a state for the right-wingers and the religious, and then a state for the leftists. But they, they wrote like 700,000 Arabs. Judea- Arabs in the Judea part. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Two they, million at least. They, they, I don't know what they... Obliterate, obliterated yeah. the entire Palestinian. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Small, in, it's in the fine print. But a, f- a friend of mine who was pretty fluent in politics said to me that like if tomorrow a party runs on this agenda of a partition, they get seven mandates, probably. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. I don't know. I they don't, know. don't I don't know. Nobody don't know. really is going to vote. They'll get as many as Fagan got. I don't know. I had seven. Zero. I like did my own little poll amongst my friends, and oh, many, yeah. many said yes. Okay. Many said yes. Yeah. No, dude. That's I'm not, not saying serious. it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's, it's going to happen. It's not serious for the same reason that the actual movement against the reform was never serious. Nobody's actually worried about it. I mean... Look, people are worried. I, I'm trying to stop belittling. People are worried, but nobody's worried to the point where they actually are, are yelling democracy or rebellion, which is the chant of the protests. 
The only people yelling democracy or rebellion are the people at the protests. And the only people at the protests are like 10 to 20,000 people on a recurring basis, Mm -hmm. like all over the country. That's it. That's it. Like most people are like my family and friends, part of my family and some of my friends who are against it and who aren't going to do anything if it passes. Right. Even in its entirety. They would stay here. Their life would stay normal. They're maybe worried about the country going in a bad direction, which is what I'm worried about if the left rules. But that's but that doesn't matter. What matters is the public, like what the media tells people, what media makes people believe. Because people f- watching the media, they believe that the IDF is on the brink of doom that the doctors are going to flee and that we are going to die. The media uh, Wait. Yeah, it does. It no, does. It, it does. It does. It no, does. nobody nobody acts based on a headline. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're going to act, but their their perception is changed because like they perceive this alternate reality where everything is doomed and we're all going to and Israel is going to co- collapse and that affects the politicians. And you saw a, a huge trend of right-wing politicians basically denouncing yeah. because of that public opinion that derives from the media. No, but that, that yeah, okay. So that's not it. That's politicians acting. At politicians, let me refra- rephrase what I said. Nobody but politicians <laughs> acts based on a headline. Politicians act based on a headline. It's mm-hmm. one of their biggest weaknesses, and I think they will pay for it. I think I, I haven't found a right winger, a real like someone who voted right wing, who's not really for the reform in its entirety and pissed at the way that the right dealt with this. And there's all, all the, I always hear these left wingers saying, like, uh, most of yeah, most no, of the... I spoke with a right wing. It's like really who? <laughs> and then you find out that the right winger they spoke f- spoke with is like uh, a Shaked voter. Or uh, voted for Gidon Saab. Or Lieberman. Or Lieberman. Like, nobody that actually voted for the coalition parties. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, and the, the leaders of the, of, the, of the protest call for destroying the economy. Basically, in an interview, one of them, Radman, said, like, our next yeah. um, objective is to make the economy collapse. Yeah. basically and they might succeed you you know like we had warnings from the from the modis uh yeah. they're not gonna succeed i don't know they're not gonna succeed man they're not gonna succeed like it's you have all of israel's ingenuity and innovate innovativeness mm-hmm. against some radical like fifteen thousand people led by a couple like a handful of radical idiots they're not gonna. I, I, they're not gonna bring down the Israeli like brain power. People here are gonna continue to innovate, and this country is gonna still continue to be like a liberal democracy. People are gonna continue to innovate, and Americans and Chinese and whoever else around the world are gonna want Israeli innovations. They're gonna. They, it's just more missions from missions. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna want Israeli <laughs> innovations. Yeah. And uh, nobody's going to stop that. Everything's so. fucking fine. Okay. Okay. Except for the fact that we uh, were betrayed by our politicians. But mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't speak on that. Oh, I can speak about like Gallant, I think. <laughs> the, the, like, yeah, Gallant, the minister of, uh, of uh, defense, basically doing everything in his power to stop the legislation. Uh, thus betraying his voters. I he's think. not betraying his voters. He's like an opportunist politician. No, but he is betraying his voters. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, you're right. Sorry. Twice, because he he betrays people who voted Likud, and he betrays people who voted for him in the Likud primaries. Yeah. And he has a video from the primaries where where he talks. I don't know if you saw About that judicial reform. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Guys, if you don't know, this is what I love. The the, the, mm-hmm. the left keeps spewing like the right didn't talk about the reform before the elections. Right. It right. was, it, nobody knew. They like, hid it. You have a majority, but nobody actually knew they were voting. 
Yariv Levin won first place in the primaries in in the last Likud primaries before the election. Mm-hmm. He has a sign on his forehead writ judicial reform for the last like 20 years and he won first place meaning yeah. the base of the Likud okay you could put that aside Likud wants judicial reform and just as you mentioned Galant everybody's been talking about judicial reform yeah Likud wants judicial reform the Haredim have been like yelling at the the high court for 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 from everything from draft uh, um draft exemption to closing certain uh certain parts of Jewish neighbor, of Haredi neighborhoods on Shabbat. Mm-hmm. The the high court has been knocking down decisions like that. So the Haredim are all on board for judicial reform. And lastly is the the national religious yeah. parties who, who had it in their platform. No, basically. but who also have been suffering from judicial uh power for for decades because of the settlements. The the They've been they've been basically defining certain settlements as illegal, and they have to be uh, uh, evacuated yeah. and destroyed. Um, so all of these all of these parties are all for it, right? And it's just but that's it. The reform is dead. I think no. Do you think they'll still pass another part of it? I think that's if someone runs on that platform next elections, they'll get like sixty seven votes. You think? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I think everybody wants it. And even more now, because when you when you poke someone in the eye and you say and then you piss on them, <laughs> they're they're gonna be vengeful. Yeah. They first they're gonna look for a towel and then Yeah. Get very vengeful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they dry themselves. Anyway. Anyway, I quit Twitter. Uh, you quit X. I quit X. Because it became X? No. No. You quit X before it before was X. Before it was X. You yeah, quit, I see. When it was Twitter. Twitter. What do you think about the X move, by the way? I think it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I read Because you still call it a tweet. Yeah, someone said you never passed, like, there are only two startup companies that became a verb. You know? Yeah. You Google and you tweet. Yeah. Right? So you don't, like, it's such a, it's such a huge thing thing yeah. yeah you don't just give it up especially he paid premium for that yeah it's pretty weird but did you hear it, it is it's, very it's, weird it's it's funny that um he changed the name to x right on the, the uh, app everywhere. store in the app store he couldn't change it because in the app store you need a minimum two um two letters two letters so he's stuck so he named it ex yeah x xx X Twitter. <laughs> why? Uh, why did he do it? I don't know. I don't know. He. I mean, he has a thing with X, obviously. SpaceX. Yeah. And his X, son and is his called X. His name is yeah. X. Yeah. 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 But um. Who knows? Weird. It's his. But uh, you yeah, quit, I quit Twitter. I quit Twitter. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, many reasons. I I was really addicted to it. Like all day, either tweeting, arguing with people, and it was pretty pointless. It was very toxic. You know, it just bad energies all day, like arguing and toxic people. masculinity. Yeah, toxic toxic masculinity and uh, like white people, you just know, white just privilege, white privilege, so just white all privilege. over. You know, no, it's very hard to cope. It was very toxic. Yeah, like all the day, people cursing you and cursing and cursing, and you cur- I never cursed them back, but you argue and uh, it and 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 to what end? Right, you never convince anyone, and yeah. so much time was, was, you know, devoted to that, invested in this, and so yeah. So I just said, okay, let's give it a cold try. Cold turkey. Yeah, I went cold turkey, and yeah, life <laughs> is beautiful, man. But you, I mean, come on, you still have a little bit of Twitter on the side. Yeah, I, I used the two NGP <laughs> account. I used the two, but you but, don't tweet. First of all, I don't tweet. Like, unless it's an episode or whatever, you don't tweet. I don't tweet. And once you don't tweet, you're less, like, prone to scroll. You're not a target. Scroll. No, but also you don't scroll. You're not... I go there... I only... I go I there, like, scroll. two, three times a day. Okay? And, uh, be, wow. and in the in the good old days, I would go, like, every 15 minutes. You know, fifteen minutes. Maybe now. How every, long would you like? How long? How much of every hour would you spend? On? I don't know, man. But a lot, a lot. 
really. Like yeah. hours daily, cumulatively. Maybe. Also because it's part of your job. Yeah, it's also part of my job. But also when you're there, you have to... I also had ideas for tweets all the time, so I would tweet them. Yeah, it's just uh, an endless black hole. Wow. A black hole. So, so how, yeah, how does it feel pretty, now it feels that you're good. Twitter clean? It feels good. I'm like, I have time to work, to socialize. Yeah. Hobbies. But I joined a cigar club. Now you have an issue because you might confuse your XXX app with... True, the true, XM. true. It's a problem. It's a problem. So you have to, uh, you have to separate them, keep them divided. But so um, yeah, that's we, the news on my end. That's that's very interesting. Also, we went to see Stay Oppenheimer to see how long Noah stays free of yes. tweets. Bets, we accept Twitter. bets on that. Yeah. But we did see Oppenheimer. Right. We saw it together, right, man. Right. What did and you think? I've never fallen asleep so many times <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> I saw you struggling. You know, he was wow. sitting too. Like there was a friend sitting between us, and I saw Ethan, and I know, and Ethan's like in a struggle. You were like you were struggling. At a certain point, you went for to buy coke, and there was and no the kiosk coke. was <laughs> it was fucking closed, man. It was so late. <laughs> no, but it was. I don't know what you thought about it. No spoilers, though. It was off. There it's is no the, spoilers. Yeah, it's it's a historical the, film. The bomb goes off. Yeah, guys. they succeed in creating the atomic bomb. And then they bomb, they bomb I, I was Japan. thinking about it. Japan. <laughs> yeah. You no, know? So it was horrible. That's, let, let's just give our ratings. I would give it a 5 out of 10. I would give it a 3.5. 3.5. Yeah, I was, I was trying to be generous. You know, the, the, I was thinking, like, what's the conflict of the protagonist? He has no conflict during the movie. He just no. Goes. He has like the should we make the bomb? Should we not? Make Does the he bomb? though? But he not doesn't really. really. No, he's he, not he conflicted with. It, yeah. yeah, he's not really conflicted with it. He has these tiny it. little minor conflicts all throughout. Like yeah, but nothing wa- significant. The, the project is happening, and he's not part of it, right? Because he's yeah. a communist. So, but then he drops communism in a second. Yeah. Yeah. No, something did it just it doesn't work. He doesn't have a conflict. Doesn't work. Right. And I don't like Christopher Nolan movies. That 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 was it though. The script sucked. Yeah. It's just shitty storytelling. Mm-hmm. And he tried to replace storytelling with like amazing uh, actors. Arts. No, artsy fartsy shit like a, like yeah. a non-linear timeline. Really black nice and white. cinematography. Yeah. Black and white stuff. They shot it on amazing film. Amazing actors. He shot it on film. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, thank you for shooting your shit film on film. <laughs> like, that makes all the difference. Now we all enjoyed ourselves. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Use a digital camera and write a good story. No, it sucked. It really sucked. And I'm sure there's stories to tell. Yeah. I'm sure there's a story to tell. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it was... Th- and it was three hours. Like, an hour and a half of crap. Three hours. Yeah. So it was bad. excruciating. It was really So bad. that's uh, this recommendation, guys. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. go see for yourself if you want to. If yeah. you don't trust us, and yeah. then write to us. Write to us that we were right. Let's get to the letters. <clears throat> Should we? Yeah, because, you know, it's going to take some time. Okay. <laughs> don't sound so excited. We are really excited yes. about reading the fan mail. I am, at least. I don't know about you, Noor. I like our fans. Um. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so we are going to read through the uh, fan mail, and we're going to react, because we were thinking of responding, but we thought it would be much nicer for the people who wrote to us that, um, I think we'll have to call them out by name. I don't think they'll mind. Yeah. We're not calling them out by full name or having any kind of uh, identification. But just so you guys know it's you, and we're reacting to you. Uh, But please, again, write to us. We love receiving fan mail, hate mail, all of the above. All right, so the first uh, uh, the first message was from Lauren. Lauren wrote, Hello, Noor and Eitan. Thank you for your informative and entertaining podcast. I laugh and learn, and I 100% agree about taxation and an array of other issues. Just a small correction about U.S. tax rates. This is from our last uh, monthly recap. At the moment, I live in California. We pay federal tax plus state tax. In New York City, they pay an additional city income tax. In California, a person with a reasonable tech job or a professional will pay, on average, federal tax 24 to 32%, and then an additional state tax 9 to 10%. The top California earners will pay nearly 60% combined. 
If a person sells a house with a certain amount of capital gain profit, they might, they might pay 40% taxes on the profit. Moreover, we do not have the functioning and equitable health system that you pay for via taxes in Israel. I personally pay almost $20,000 yearly in insurance premiums and another $9,000 if I have a lot of medical needs, such as one ER visit. I hear what you say about excessive taxation, especially on policies, about which I strongly disagree. I hear what you say about excessive taxation, especially on policies about which I strongly disagree. Thanks for everything, Lauren Greenberg. I went to Chaim Sheba ER last year, and the bill was $600. That's a PS from her. Yeah, I, I didn't get the last part. If she especially disagrees with the policies or with the excessive taxation, or I'm not sure. But either way, uh, first of all, thank you, Lauren. Thank you for writing to us. Uh, Aiden's favorite subject. No, I just think that in the U.S. you have choices, right? So, like, yeah, agreed. California is probably shit when it comes to tax also. Um, either the same, le a little less, or m more shitty than Israel. Yeah. Like, there's no argument there. California's. I just saw a video the other day of, like, the sh the craziness that's going on in the streets of San Francisco. Right. Although Elon just tweeted that he's going to stay in, Twitter is going to stay in San Francisco no matter what. Ah, yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, that goes uh, another one in the bad decision bucket uh -huh. together with this X. Um, but yeah, so California is shit, but you can move to a lot of states. A lot of people, there's a big, from what I understand, Ben Shapiro talks about this a lot, there's a big like red wave, like people moving from blue states to red states. A lot of people are moving to Tennessee. But that doesn't get your Georgia health it gets, bill. It gets your, no, so I'm talking about the state tax versus right. federal tax. So you're, you, you might have a very low state income tax. I'm not sure what, what it's like in Alabama, Georgia, or, or Tennessee, but I'm assuming it's much lower than, than California. Also the same on, like, uh, on, inc on uh, property taxes and stuff like that. So the point is that here you don't have really an option. You, That's you can't. A. And B, I think if you calculate, Lauren, if you calculate how much me or Eitan would pay for financing, subsidizing the health system, right, in 50 years of career, <laughs> right? It would get... Ah, this to, is on health, yeah. Right. This, w it, it would accumulate to, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds, if not millions of shekels. Yeah. I hundreds of thousands, if not millions of shekels. Yeah. And we, most of us would not, like, you, like would not... Um, use those services that in a way that is equal to the amount we're subsidizing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, look, first of all, she writes that she 100% agrees about taxation on a, and, and an array of other issues. So I think there's mostly an agreement here. It's just the correction about California. Yeah. But, I she, think but the, when the, she the, pays $600, right, yeah. in the Israeli ER. We paid for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not because it's not because it's cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, because yeah. it's because I wanted to pull up when I read your your message, Lauren. I wanted to pull up my uh, my salary, my pay slip, because and check how much I pay for health uh, tax, because it's in the thousands of shekels every month. So I I probably pay somewhere around thirty to fifty thousand shekels a year. But that's just the direct taxes. That's but the your direct. but your tax, like regular tax, also goes, goes to, the, to yeah yeah yeah. yeah. To yeah. finance the health system. Yeah, they call it. <laughs> they, they, when, when you're paying taxes, they like to pretend like they're very organized. This is your health tax. We will only use this money for health. But once your money goes to the government, you know that there's no, there's no, they're not, it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a organized crime, right? They, they don't care. They'll pass it around, move it between yeah, offices. Yeah, dribble. Yeah, dribble a little <laughs> bit. Be like, whoop, whoop, where'd it go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so there's tons of money going to, but I'm saying even on paper, I'm paying, uh, I'm paying upwards of $10,000 a year. Okay, moving on to Avi. Yeah. Okay. So Avi says, Hi, Noah and Eitan. I am a huge fan of your podcast. Thank you, Avi. The last episode with Michael Oren was phenomenal. Thank you. I have enjoyed all of your episodes. My only complaint is that I don't love your reaction videos. I wish you would take a more earnest approach. I wish someone would go point by point and explain why it is not true or missing important context and maybe add sources of proof. 
I hope it is okay that I am critiquing. I am an artist and would love for people to critique my work. Sincerely, Avi. Thank you, Avi. Thank you so much for writing. First of all, 100% okay that you're critiquing. Uh, we yeah. really appreciate the feedback. We didn't do a reaction video for a yeah, year. I'm not okay. sure which one, which one you're referring to. The classics. There's the John Oliver. There's the... Uh, Abby Martin. Roger Water. Abby Martin. Yeah. And Joe Rogan. Palestinian TV shows. Yeah. So I'm not sure which one. I the what I would say is like we're not we're not doing like academic research. So it's like yeah, we're we're basically it's a reaction, yeah. right? We're not like we're not putting a whole lot of time into like finding proof and uh, zero we, time. We could try exact. to do that and maybe we will in the future, but that's not really the point of those videos. It's more just like off the cuff what our initial reaction is to what these people are saying. Yeah. Um, in the end, it's like, it's the age old argument about what is truth. Right. Right. Like we could give, I'm sure we could show Abby Martin proof of why she's wrong and she would probably deny it or find you proof of why she's right. Yeah. Question is, where's your gut next? All right. Um, but thank you, Avi. Thank, thank you. you for writing. Yes. Herman. Herman wrote about the Adam Shinar episode. Adam Shinar is a uh, legal, is a lawyer and a professor of law, uh, legal expert, and he was uh, on the podcast to talk about the reform. Mm-hmm. He's a um, anti-reform, a very anti-reform, strong yeah. reform opponent. Criticized the reform. So Herman wrote, "Wow, thought Jewish people learn from their own history of persecution throughout history, and now, hold on." Uh, wow, thought Jewish people learned from their own history persecution of persecution throughout history, and now I see these guys wanting to see asylum seekers, refugees locked for three years with, uh, with no charge of any crime whatsoever under Israel's law. And specifically, these guys, or self-called boys, seem more like boys knowledge-wise. Paraphrasing, if it's lawful and Israelis' majority want to be slave owners and have slaves, then that's the will of the people. He's quoting us or paraphrasing us. Even if hypothetical, atrocious claim. That's, quote unquote, that's democracy. And then he said, he's quoting us again. And then he says, so sad. They, they can't think for themselves and have no empathy nor feelings towards other human beings fleeing persecution Ouch. or dire situations. Ouch, does that hurt you? No, no. Okay. Shame on you, nice Jewish boys, quote-unquote nice Jewish boys. I've always defended Israel's right to exist, but seeing these guys, if this is what Jewish or Israeli people have become, makes myself rethink if the victims have become perpetrators now and consider if the apartheid state rhetoric was not so far off as I thought until today. Oh, I think... that. That really begs a serious look in the mirror. Um, But okay. Law professor Dr. Adam Shinar, my sincere respect for you and your well-thought arguments. Thank you for trying to educate these ideologically blind boys on basic (laughs) law, human decency, and dignity. But as you can see, they are beyond help. (laughs) Now they stand for what all the persecutors of Jewish people did against their ancestors. Democracy is not just about the rule of majority, it's about the mechanisms that preserve democracy itself and about human rights considered and protected. And yes, that includes protecting all people's liberties under the democratic system, even minorities and people you disagree with. Jewish boys, please read the books of the founding fathers from United States of America. Please, it's obvious you have not, and you're making right-wing conservatives look bad. Whoa! Sheesh, Herman. (laughs) Wow. First of all, one factual error error that Herman made that I have to um to yeah to correct. Uh, He says, "You guys wanting to see asylum seekers locked for three years with no charge of any crime whatsoever under Israel's law." That's a lie, Herman. Actually, because they did uh, they did um, yeah. They did do something against the law. They infiltrated our borders unlawfully. Yeah. So they did violate a law. Yeah. They're all criminals, essentially. Yeah. So that's just important to Well, emphasize. he would say they're refugees. And, but yeah, they, there is, I mean, the, the, the 
criminal the criminality their their criminality is not so straightforward um i mean there's an argument for the fact that they committed a crime by breaking into israel illegally um it's a fact what do you mean there's an argument no because you can say that israel is part of uh is part of uh, uh treaties uh which which Israel is committed to, and that those treaties might define these people as refugees, and therefore you have. But it doesn't make it legal the, for them to cross the the border. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not it's aware not. of what these treaties it's are. But not. either way, it doesn't matter what's legal or not legal. We are, um, we are in favor of not having an influx of people who we don't believe are uh, refugees. Are fleeing life and death situations which many of these people aren't many of these people left families behind mm-hmm. um that's not usually what happens with refugees they usually take their families with yeah, them yeah they're mostly men single men they're mostly like men like 70% of the illegal africans are single men yeah so they um we we believe that they yeah they don't have a right to be here um this is our country and um and we have a right to self-determination and that kind of infringes on our right for self-determination but either way i think that's a small point in right Herman. i think But the biggest point is for me is the disrespect i i mean i like we can sit here and argue all the points which we've done you know all throughout our podcast and we had adam shinar and i think that that's that i think is the biggest like refutation of your claim is that we are open to bringing people on this podcast who think completely differently from us because we want to hear them out we want to talk to them we want to hear their points see if they can convince us see if we can convince them try to understand both sides and and thereby but that you know I think you it, your disrespect for the our the way we see things shows that you're not very capable of yet maybe everybody has hope but you're not very capable of hearing opposing opinions without seriously uh uh going ad hominem right attacking who we are as people we don't have any feelings for other human beings or we don't have human decency and dignity um uh so yeah so you know forgive us if we laugh at you <laughs> when you when you uh-huh. call us when you call us such uh when nazis yeah, such horrible things yeah. now he didn't call us nazis yeah but. he you know hinted yeah he hinted. yeah 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 no he i mean he, that he, direction close right that i've always defended israel's right to exist but, but that's a bit of a dangerous place no, but to he put said we butt. didn't learn nothing from the past blah 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 yeah. you know yeah 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 so uh herman with all due respect we love you You're a fellow Jew. Is he, though? I'm not sure, by the way. I don't know. But uh, please continue listening to the podcast and try to open your heart and your mind to, to our, and, our, yeah. our opinions, and as we will to yours. Okay, Ken from Facebook. You want to read this? No, that's <laughs> yours. It's a long one. All right. Ken wrote, and I really appreciate this, Ken. For what it's worth, you guys have done a good job explaining the viewpoint from the right. Essentially, you are saying, we won, you lost, we can do whatever we want. Too fucking bad. In my humble view, this is a terrible argument. First of all, the right didn't win by much. After five elections, the left screwed up and didn't merge some parties that would have made the election almost as close as it was before. Judicial reform wasn't even on the BB agenda, so in my view... The very slim majority didn't even vote for judicial reform. Secondly, there is broad consensus that judicial reform is important. However, in my opinion, Ben Gvir, Smotrich, Rotman, and Levine are not trustworthy. Ben Gvir is a racist and would happily expel every single Arab in Israel proper and the territories if he could. Smotrich only cares about expanding settlements and preventing any possibility of a Palestinian state in the future. Rotman has serious anger management issues, <laughs> my viewpoint. Who else should be trusted in the government? Derry? That's a huge job. He's a thief. The Haredi parties only care about getting funded and avoiding the army. And of course, there's Bibi himself who is under indictment. So is this a prelude to a dictatorship? That's not the point. You have a group of politicians who are looking after very narrow interests. None of these narrow interests represent a majority viewpoint. These are people who are quite likely to propose 
legislation that is entirely unreasonable. You specifically gave an example of legislation that would expel the Arabs. Perhaps you think that would never happen, but in my view, it is entirely possible within this group. So who am I to say? Well, I'm an American conservative Jew. I pray. I believe in Hashem. I have been to Israel many times, and I have relatives throughout the West Bank. I am equally comfortable spending Shabbat in Psagot and walking along the Tel Aviv promenade. I generally vote Republican here in the States and would usually consider myself center-right. I love Israel and hope to make Aliyah someday, but there are elements in this government that doesn't even consider me to be a Jew. So I am with the protesters who call, who you call these people. Substantive change would should happen through consensus winners of elections shouldn't act like children running around saying we won suck it up losers winners of elections have the responsibility to enact policy that is best for the long-term future of the country real democracies have checks and balances that protect minority rights true libertarians i think you once claimed to be that actually believe in limiting executive power not concentrating it in one branch right now the only checks on executive overreach are in the streets. May Hashem be with them. P.S. I love the show and we'll keep listening, of course. Wow. Thank you, Ken. Ooh, it's a long one. I really appreciate it, Ken. Yeah, it's really, very really appreciate it. articulated. Yeah, it's articulated. You managed to keep uh, fairly respectful. Be fairly respectful. More respectful than I probably would be if I was writing to a podcast yeah, that or I Herman disagreed with. would be. Yeah. Or <laughs> you, you can't, yeah. You, 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 uh... It, it was an easy act to follow. Um, no, but really, you were really respectful. We love that you love the so show and that to you're going to keep listening. Thank you so much. Um, Let me address, first yeah, of all, the, 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 the uh, we just talked about the, the argument that the, the 64 mandates is technical, right? Yeah. Because the only reason the right got 64 mandates is because the, the left split, Merav Mikhail of the Labour Party refused to unite with Meretz Party and Zava Galon, and also the Arab Party split, and that caused, because we had a threshold of the, like three mandates or something, and that caused uh, some parties to go below the threshold, and thus the right got 64, otherwise maybe the right would got 61 or 62 majority. That's the argument, basically, that it's a technical uh, majority. And that's nonsense. That's nonsense. It reminds me of the Hillary Clinton Trump. Uh, when she Getting said, we, yeah, we want the popular vote. That doesn't matter. What ma like, it's, you play the game. You, you, when you play the game, you play according to the rules of the game, and you make all your decisions in the campaign according to, to the game, to those rules. I also have to say <clears throat> that it's ironic because people on one hand say you can't Ken, for example. I I won't say people. I'll say I'll talk to you, Ken. Your claim is we say we won, suck it up, losers. Like you can't go. We won, you lost. We could do whatever we want. Too fucking bad. It's that's not like this isn't a game. You don't just win. You have responsibility. But on the other hand, you're talking about the technicalities of winning and losing. So it's like they kind of contradict in my sense. It's like either we're playing a winning and a losing. And we won, but then you're coming and saying you didn't really win. You there's technicalities here, so it's like why is it so important to you if we won or not? If it's not about winning or losing. Yeah, but uh, you lost me. It was too complicated of an argument. <laughs> uh, but uh, you're you're too of, too much of an intellectual for me, Aton. I know, I know. But <laughs> one no. day you'll catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll re-listen to this and later. But but I think the main point, the strongest point against against this argument is he says five elections, blah, blah, blah. So in the first elections, right, Bennett's party uh, law didn't make it through the threshold by like 2,000 votes or 1,000 votes. If he were to make it through the threshold, probably there would be a right-wing government on the first election, yeah. right? Like three years w ago. Yes, and we, we would never got, got here. So when you start with the, all those what-ifs, yeah, it you know it never ends. We can go, yeah, to forty eight. So but, that's first. Then okay. you address now. You address the next point about so Ben Smotrich. Well, no, I want to talk about winners of elections shouldn't act like children. Winners of elections have the responsibility to enact policy. First of all, winners of elections, <coughs> and this has been something we've repeatedly talked about on the show. But winners of elections, first and foremost, have the responsibility towards their constituents. That if that doesn't up like if that isn't held up, 
then democracy really doesn't exist anymore. Meaning you run in elections as a representative, an elected representative. You represent, you're literally just a front, like the mafia has fronts. You're just a front for people standing behind you saying, we want this, we want this. And that is your responsibility. Your responsi If your responsibility, if any other responsibility overrides that responsibility, you failed at your job. Your first and foremost responsibility is to the people who voted for you. That's the whole point of a representative democracy. So this whole idea that winners of elections have a responsibility to the nation. No, no. that's 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 a, it's this fascist idea that like there's the a nation, the a, state. Yeah. No, you have a responsibility to the people who put you in office. Hopefully, as a nation, we all respect each other enough to stay uh, united, united uh, without having, I don't know, some politicians uh, look after our, our unity. Um, so that's that's my, my issue with that. And, um, um, About and, the and, whole and also winners of elections shouldn't act like children. Like there, there's where you kind of cross the disrespectful line. Like these are our representatives. We're not acting like children. We want this reform. We want it. And this is what, where, where it bothers me, is that in the end, we can argue back and forth about whether this reform should be or shouldn't be. But the people in the streets that you're saying Hashem be with them, um, they do not respect my right to uh, for representation. They want my right for representation to be stripped. The Israeli, The judicial reform is not breaking any laws. It's not... You know, they like to talk about the rules of the game. We're changing up the rules of the game. We're not changing up any rules of any game. There's no rules. There's no two-thirds in order to change an amendment of a non-existent constitution in Israel. There's nothing like that. Mm -hmm. We're passing another piece of legislation, just like the left passed a 1,000 before us, and we passed a 1,000 after them. We're passing another piece of legislation, and the people in the streets don't want me to have that right. What do you say about real democracies have checks and balances? protecting minority rights you're not a true libertarian i think that real uh, democracies have uh or a real libertarian is about limiting government power yeah but government all branches of government meaning w w when when conservatives talk about limiting government power they're not talking about the government or mm -hmm. the executive branch they're talking about all branches of government libertarians aren't like like the executive power is not good, but judicial power is good. Mm -hmm. It's all three as a whole should be limited. Right. And then the question is, how do you limit all three as a whole? And to me, you have to have a hierarchy, right? Yeah. And the hierarchy is that... The parliament should be the most powerful of the three. Yeah. Do you limit the power of the government by having the government dependent on the power of the people as much yeah. as possible? And once you give power to an independent branch that isn't dependent on the power of the people, then you're weakening the power of the people and strengthening the power of the government. Mm -hmm. The government being all three branches of government. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, Ken... You have to ask yourselves, what checks and balances are there on the Supreme Court and the judiciary system yeah. in Israel? There yeah. aren't any. They are now having, uh, <laughs> they accepted a plea against this uh, law of the reform. Okay, the Supreme Court is going to talk, to, to actually talk about a, a, like an official uh, discussion, like how do you call it in English, like a... Uh, like a hearing a hearing whether or not to accept the lawfulness of this correction meaning they are it's like someone <laughs> it's like you were able to refer like you a friend challenged you to a to a basketball one on one and you were also the referee <laughs> <laughs> no it's crazy it's crazy it's because they are all biased and they have they don't have a legal branch upon which to rely when they come to talk <clears throat> and judge about this law because there is no law that says that they can 
rule a law that talks about their power. Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. But also, I think just generally the question you asked is a good question. And you sent me that tweet. Apropos, you quoting uh-huh. Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you sent me that. Busted. <laughs> no, or still sends me like seven <laughs> tweets a day. Uh, but you sent me that tweet, which is, what are the checks and balances against the judicial branch? Yeah. And if you think about it, there are several laws that, and this guy points them out, that... Um, that that you could realistically imagine the the judicial the the Supreme Court knocking down, like the law for of return, which gives Jews the right to return to the state of Israel. Yeah, it's so easy to imagine the the yeah the, with the this is apropos our discussion about the illegal immigrants. Yeah, with the Supreme Court saying that's not equal, that's unreasonable. What about Arabs? They have a right to return also. Why that's a racist law? Refugees, Just Jews. So knock that down. What about laws about the Jew- Jewishness of the state of Israel? It's not, you know, democratic. It's not equal. It's unreasonable. Um, so there's no checks against the judicial branch. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's kind of unfair because we don't have you guys here. So, Ken, what we're going to do is fly you in. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, we're buying you first all class expenses. tickets. All expenses. No. Uh, I, I, like, can he now sue us? Ken, please don't sue us in a court of law. That wasn't, that wasn't contractual. <laughs> but we wish we could. We yeah. wish we could fly you here so you guys could, you know, sit around this table and have this conversation with us. Please continue the conversation. Send us, send us follow-ups. Seriously, Ken, Avi, Lauren. Herman, Herman, <laughs> please send. No, seriously, maybe, maybe we spoke to his heart. Yeah, Wait. Herman, you can comment on this YouTube uh, video also. Yeah. So uh, we love you all. Thank you so much for writing, guys. Thank you so so much for listening. New episodes coming up real soon, and more surprises. More surprises. More surprises. More surprises. Location, studio surprises. Oh, should we talk about it? No, not yet. Just a not little yet. teaser. Just a teaser. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.